listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, where you'll hear great ideas, insight, and inspiration to level up your leadership ability. Hey guys, it's John Barrett on the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. It's so good to have you listening in. Welcome out. We are going to help level you up so you don't level out in your influence and your impact. That's what we're all about here. So today I want to talk to you on how to rest to be your best. That's right. How to rest to be your best. Now, here's the deal. We don't come into this life with a compass and a guide and a roadmap and a manual on how to rest, on how to to be able to kick back and relax and get energized for what it is that we need to do to make a difference. Now, that just doesn't come naturally. I mean, how many classes do you take in school on how to rest, on, on, on how to kick back and how to relax and how to recover your energy and that? You don't. No, everything is is how to do more and how to do this and how to be more successful and how much you need to do time management, how much you need to push yourself forward, how you need to step out and do great things. And all that's wonderful. It's great information. It's things that are necessary. But we rarely talk about how to rest and how to be our best and how rest is such a factor into our life. Now, thankfully, over the last, you know, maybe five or 10 years or so, we've really started talking a whole lot more about rest and being able to kind of refill our energy tanks so that we're able to do more. But this is a, a relatively new concept that, that, that we're kind of rallying behind and that we're adopting into our life. Again, we're taught that if you want to be successful, you got to go, go, go. you got to do, do, do. you got to do more, 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 more. But yet that's not working, is it? I mean, in our culture today, we're not getting better. I mean, it's not happening. I mean, somehow, some way, we believe that doing more will make us happier and more successful. The problem is that this notion, it's clearly not working. I mean, as a culture, right, we are busier than we've ever been, yet we're more depressed and burned out than we've ever been before. I mean, it's it's amazing. Americans work more hours and take less vacation than nearly 98% of other countries in the world. Did you hear that? Those are the stats. And no wonder the World Health Association ranks America is the third worst country for mental health and mental illness. It's the number one for depression and anxiety disorders. Did you hear that? In America, number one for depression and anxiety disorders. And yet, we take almost the least amount of vacation and days off than any other country. So the thought of doing uh, more is literally not working out well. In fact, if you look at other cultures, many other cultures have rest built into their day. I mean, you look in in, in many cultures and they have sort of a Sabbath rest for their life. You look at some countries and they literally, I mean, have siestas and they take time to sit back and, and relax and sort of enjoy life. But as Americans, we are go, 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 do, 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 more, more, more in our life. And listen, I, I'm very grateful that we have drive and that we want to be our best and that we want to be successful. But we have to understand that rest is part of being our best. You cannot be your best without rest. It can't happen. So the secret to getting more done is not in what we do. It's in actually what we don't do. You see, always adding to our life but never subtracting, um, it, it equates to a lower quality of life over time. If you're always adding but never subtracting in your life, your, your quality is actually going to go down. Your capacity to keep building on what you've done is only as strong as the foundation you lay it upon. 
So if your foundation is just go, 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 then that thing's going to come crashing down eventually. So if, if you fail to get adequate rest, it's going to eventually erode your foundation. And over time, you'll find yourself unable to carry the weight of success. And listen, young leaders, I, I really encourage them a lot to, to try to create habits now of being able to be in a good rhythm in your life so that you don't kind of get out of rhythm in bad habits later on in your life. I think so many times early on in our career, we're pushing so hard and driving so hard, which is a, a good thing in some ways, but it can backfire because we build these habits, uh, unhealthy habits of not getting rest. Or over time, the more successful you get, the more you feel like you got to keep up with it and you got to go, 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 go. And then all of a sudden you start burning out because you're not in the proper rhythm of rest and recovery and giving it your best. So listen, the relentless pursuit of trying to be more successful is the very thing that keeps us from being more successful. Let me say that again. The relentless pursuit of trying to be more successful is the very thing that keeps us from being more successful. You see, it's in the tension of pulling back that it propels us forward. Think about the rubber band. I call it the rubber band effect. And, and if you want to shoot a rubber band out and you want it to go far and, 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 and really have some, some, some distance, then what do you do? You got to pull back on that rubber band. You got to put it on your finger, on your hand. You got to pull back on that thing. And the further you pull back without snapping it, certainly there's a level where you can pull back too much and you kind of break the, the momentum going forward. But when you pull back to that sweet spot where you've got the most tension, and then you let that thing go, what happens? That rubber band goes flying further than it ever could. You see, it's in the tension of pulling back in our life that helps propel us forward. Now, again, you, we can take it too far. We can certainly, you know, just get real lackadaisical and apathetic and just say, oh my goodness, I need rest, I need rest, I need rest. Everything's so stressful. And all of a sudden now we find ourselves pulling back too far. And all of a sudden the rubber band sort of snaps and, and we're not even able to shoot out forward. But if we will get this in rhythm, and in fact, I'm going to give you three ways that you can kind of be in the right tension and the right framework in order to pull yourself back so that you can propel forward more. It's the rubber band effect. And our life operates by this rubber band effect. In fact, if you will begin to get rest and recovery in your life, then it's going to help push you forward so that you can be your best. Now, in the book, The, the Power of Full Engagement, uh, authors Jim Lohr and Tony Schwartz explain how they spent years training and developing Olympic, Olympic athletes in performance management. And, and, and it led them on all their discoveries to the corporate world where they trained world-class leaders in productivity with those same principles that they taught the athletes. So this is the book is phenomenal. It came out years ago, but but so many great things in this, and and it made a significant impact on the efficiency of so many organizations and enhancing enhancing perf, uh, employee performance. And so they wrote this about the importance of balance. Let me read to you from the book, The Powerful Engagement. Let me read this to you. In a corporate environment that is changing at warp speed. Performing consistently at high levels is more difficult and more necessary than ever. Narrow interventions simply aren't sufficient anymore. Companies can't afford to address their employees' cognitive capacities while ignoring their physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. On the playing field or in the boardroom, high performance depends on as much on how people renew and recover energy as on how they expend it. 
and how they manage their lives is as much uh, important as how they manage their work. When people feel strong and resilient physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, they perform better and longer with more passion. They win, their families win, and the corporations that employ them win. Now, it's a great book, and it's going to talk about energy management and how important it is to be in this oscillation, they call it, of rest and recovery. So listen, we, we see this in every aspect of life. For example, th- there's a very effective form of physical exercise called high-intensity interval training. Now, when I uh, run on the treadmill, I do this. I will run um, pretty, not not like all out, although I probably should, but I'll run at kind of a high intensity for about three minutes, and then I walk for two minutes, and then I just keep doing this over and over and over again. Now, this kind of training, interval training, is based on science that our bodies are designed to function optimally when they're subject to short bursts of energy followed by moments of recovery. And this approach can be applied to our emotional and mental health as well. Think about athletes. I mean, most athletes operate in that. And think about soccer. I mean, you just go all out, but then you have moments of, of recovery. Think about football, right? I mean, you, you go for the play and you're all out. You're doing your thing. And then you've got the huddle where you kind of take a little a, a breath and, 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 and breather. And, and we can kind of see this throughout sports. In order to be an optimal performance, you've got to have a really good rhythm of being able to, to give hard bursts of energy these sprints, so to speak, and, and then be able to sort of recover and, and, and kind of um, rest so that you can have the energy to keep going. And when you do this kind of interval training, then your body's in this optimal performance zone. Well, the same, again, can be applied to our emotional and mental health and our work life. When we have strong bursts of high-intensity energy and then we, we have rest and recovery there, and then we go back to it, we're in optimal performance. The problem is so many people are in high intensity and they're there forever. I mean, they're just staying there. Go, 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 go until they almost burn out and pass out and fall over and they can't take anymore. Listen, I work with a lot of people that are on the on the brink, literally, of quitting their job and just quitting their career and their industry because they're just not sure if they can take it anymore. Because they're just so burned out by going so hard. And I'm telling you, you've got to build this into your life. The more successful you become, the more rest and recovery become vital in your life. So just remember that. Listen, there is tremendous power in learning how to rest. And I'm going to kind of help you and teach you some things about this. Okay? Now, I'm not going to share anything with you that you've probably never heard in your life ever before. But this is a great reminder and hopefully some nuggets that you'll get on how to do this. How do you rest? I'm going to give you three ways that I think that you've got to do. They're not the only ways, but they're three ideas that I think that you've got to incorporate into your life in order to get good rest and recovery so that you can be your best. Okay, so here we go. Number one, get intentional about making time to rest. Listen, get intentional about making time to rest. Now, that's very strategic on how I said that. I didn't say get intentional about finding time to rest. No, 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 making time. If you wait to find time, you will never find it. There is always more to be done. There is always more to do. There is always a fire. There is always an emergency. There is more that you've got on your plate than you could ever imagine. And so you can't wait to find time. If you wait for things to slow down, it's not going to happen. Things don't slow down. In fact, they just get faster over time. You know that to be true. Life gets faster. In fact, I heard one time that life is like a a roll of toilet paper. 
the closer you get to the end, the faster it goes. Right. I mean, that's true. I mean, I, you know, life just gets faster and faster. I think about my life today and I think about it 20 years ago. I mean, it's like in warp speed right now. And I'm sure it's only going to get faster. When I talk to those that are much older than me, they, they talk about how, wow, just wait, because you're going to blink and six months have gone by. So we know this to be true. Life only speeds up. So if you're waiting to find time, you're not going to find it. You've got to make it. You've got to be intentional. And listen, you can't wait for it. You can't wait to to one day be able to have rest and recovery and and then say, okay, I'm going to wait for a moment in my schedule or I'm going to wait until I'm at code red. No, 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 no. This is what I say about about rest and recovery. It's kind of like dehydration. If you wait to take a drink of water until your body is dehydrated, if that's your philosophy to say, oh, well, I'm not going to drink water until until I'm dehydrated, then I'll know to drink water. No, then you know that that it's going to take way more than a a glass. You're going to have to go to the hospital. You're going to have to get fluids in you, and you're going to have to have a huge recovery now because you've waited too long. And listen, rest is the same way. If you wait until you need rest, if you wait to take a vacation until you need a vacation, you have waited way too long. You should never get to the point of dehydration in your life where you just say, oh my gosh, I I, I can't go another step. I got to take some time off work. Listen, then you've not been intentional about making time. Just like with water, we've got to just consistently drink water so that we don't get dehydrated. You need to build into the rhythm of your life rest and recovery and vacations and all these things so that you don't get to the point that you need it. Are you following me? I mean, again, it would be ridiculous if we said, well, I'm going to wait until I get dehydrated until I take a drink of water. That'll be my body's sign that I need to take a rest or, or I need to get a drink. That would be crazy to think that way. We would never do that. But yet we treat rest and recovery and vacations and getting away the exact same way. And we would say, oh, I'll wait until I need it. No, you've waited too long. So listen, don't wait till you get caught up or you have time or don't wait for the perfect time. I hear this all the time from people. Well, I just we're just going to get through this season. We're in a real hard season right now. But I'm telling you, it's going to slow down, and, uh, and I just got to wait for the perfect time. When's the perfect time to do it? Well, when are things at the slowest? You know, and, and here's the thing. It's never at the slowest. I mean, certainly there might be some ebbs and flows to your industry and to the seasons and that where maybe there's a better time to get away. But listen, don't get caught up in the perfect time to get away. I mean, I hear people do that all the time, just waiting for the perfect moment to get away when, when the organization's going great and, and when is it the, the, at the lowest, and that's when I'll get away. Listen, don't let that dictate your rest and recovery. No, no, no. Don't wait for all this stuff. Get intentional about making time. So listen, you need to schedule rest in first. I know that sounds so backwards. Most of us, when we look at our calendar, we're filling in meetings and family things and events and all these things we got to go to. That goes on the calendar first. And then we kind of fill in around it. Well, listen, I'm going to kind of challenge you to go the other way. And I want you to schedule in some rest and recovery to your calendar first. I mean, put it in there. Say, hey, look, I know that on this weekend, this is when I'm going to get away and do this. And, and, and you know, this day or this night is going to be a night where I really rest and recover and do something uh, fun or something that's going to kind of fill my tank, which we'll talk about in number two. But you, you've got to kind of beat people to the punch. All right, don't fill in rest and recovery, whether it's a getaway on a vacation or just in your day or whatever it is, it, like it, at the end, right? Don't wait for that. If you wait for that, you're never going to get it. So get intentional about making time to rest. 
All right, that literally means get it on your calendar. Listen, I would encourage you to not go, are you ready for this, more than six or eight weeks without something very intentional on your calendar that you're going to do some rest and recovery. All right, something something big, all right? And I'm not saying it's got to be like a week-long, you know, vacation to another country or another state or whatever it is, but just something. I'm mean, Even if it's just an overnight, even if it's just a day where you're going to plan to do this, I don't know, but you need to have something you're looking forward to at least every six to eight weeks, all right? And, and listen, I don't have time to unpack all that, why it's six to eight weeks, but just trust me, the rhythm and recovery of saying every six to eight weeks, you should have something on your calendar that you're really looking forward to that are going to help kind of replenish your tank, that are going to be something that kind of fills you back up. All right, so just think about that. You should have something right now. I, I should be able to say what's on your calendar uh, in the next few weeks or six to eight weeks that you're going to do that's going to be you're really looking forward to. All right, so get intentional about making time to rest. Number two, get intentional about what you're going to do, okay? So listen, you can't just kind of carve out time to rest and say, okay, well, I think I'm going to, you know, take this day to kind of kick back or take this half day off or, I'm, you know, this, this evening I'm going to kind of, is going to be my night to not have a whole lot going on. Listen, get intentional about what you're going to do. Know what fills you up. Listen, you, th- th- just having time to kind of get away doesn't mean that you're going to enjoy it. I mean, how many times have you had some, you know, this probably hasn't happened for a long time for many of you, but how many of you have had some extra time on your hands, but because you weren't intentional about knowing what you were going to do, you actually sat around thinking, what should I do? Hmm, what could I do? Hmm, what should I do? And before you know it, it's gone and you didn't do anything. And it really wasn't very beneficial. In fact, you were more stressed because you were trying to figure out what to do in that window than you actually did doing something and getting refreshed from it. So listen, know what fills you up. You need to be very intentional. Listen, you need to be as intentional about your rest and recovery as you are your goals and your work in life. I mean, many of us have to-do lists, right, where we put down all these things that we want to do and get done during the day or during the week or whatever it is or for the year, our goals and all that. And we're very intentional about it. Some of us are. But yet when it comes to our rest and recovery and our personal life and that, we don't follow any of that. I mean, it's just wheels off like, oh, man, I'm just so tired. I just want to kind of sit down and relax. But again, we don't really get much from it because we're not maximizing that time. So you need to know what fills you up because that's very different, right? Your life takes, you know, every life takes a little bit different gas to kind of refill them, right? I mean, some people are filled up by a hobby and and spending time with people. Some people are more refreshed when they're by themselves and that, and that's different for everyone. Some people are more, you know, kind of their, their tank is filled by doing this activity and this thing and that. Some people doing nothing, just kind of resting or reading or relaxing. Again, this is so different for everybody. So there's no one size fits all to rest and recovery. You can't just say because you carved out a half day or a day or a few hours in the evening that you're going to kind of rest and kick back. You, you, you can't just assume that, that that's going to fill you back up. You need to know what it is that fills your tank. Know what you need. Just like your body needs certain nutrients, right? I mean, you can't just say, you know what? I'm just going to eat Snickers for dinner every night, right? That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? But, you know, you can't do that. I mean, your body needs certain nutrients. And in fact, depending on on your body and what you need and how your makeup is, it may need a little more nutrients than other ones. 
right? Just depending on your DNA and your makeup. And so it's the same thing with our rest and recovery. We all are kind of wired differently. And so we need to know what it is that we need. What are the nutrients that sort of give back to us the energy and and, and the excitement and the quality of life that we need in order to move forward? Now, we need to be very healthy in those and and do healthy things that are going to help us to rest and recover, okay? So what are your nutrients? What do you need? What fills your tank? What is your gas, so to speak, that you've got to put into your engine? Everyone is wired differently, so you've got to lean in to your uniqueness. So here's my challenge to you is literally is to do this. Make a list of the things that you love to do. Make a list of the things that you have found in your life that fill your tank. You literally need to have a list. All right, now, I do. I've got one, and I've, I, I call and I challenge a lot of my clients to make a what I call a short list and a long list, right? Very deep terminology, right? Short list and a long list. The short list is just the simple things that you can do, maybe within 30 minutes or less, right? Maybe an hour or less or so. Just quick things that you can do. You know, read a book, take a walk, go on a hike, go on a jog, do this, you know, do that, whatever it is. And that's your short list, just quick things that you can do that you really enjoy that kind of fill your tank. And then your long list is kind of the things that take a lot more planning, a lot more intentionality. They're a little bit bigger, all right? So they may involve more like some traveling. It may involve a little bit more prep and things like that. For me, I love to paint. So I'm an artist. I I, I do that just kind of on my own as a hobby. And um, I love to paint. But when I paint, it's kind of on my longer list because it takes hours and hours to get. I got to get prepped with everything. I've got to paint. I've got to, you know, get cleaned up after that. I can't just leave it out. So it's a little bit more on my long list, right? As well as some other big things, trips and things, that, uh, places that I go that I love uh, that kind of fill me up and that I love to go to the beach. I'm a beach guy. So I love kind of getting down to the, to the coast and doing that. Um, so what's on your long list and what's on your short list? You need to have about five or six things on each one minimum that you do that you know that you can kind of go to. Because here's the thing, when you know you've got some time coming up that you've scheduled, or hey, even if it just happens that you've got some free time, which rarely just kind of happens, but if it does, you can go to that list really quick and say, you know, what are some things? And that'll just help trigger you to say, oh, that's right. I forgot. I would have not even thought about that, but I love doing that. And that's something I think I'm going to do right now. So make a list of things that are on your short list and your long list. You've got to get intentional about what you're going to do when it's time to do it, okay? So you've got to get intentional about making time. You've got to get intentional about what you're going to do with that time. And then the third one is this. Get intentional about creating boundaries. If you're going to have rest and recovery built into your life, I'm telling you, it's going to require boundaries in your life. Now, I did a... a, whole podcast a while back on this idea of creating boundaries in your life and in balance. And and basically, it's the secret to finding balance in your life. And here's the secret that it's all about boundaries. There is no secret. It's just about creating boundaries. There, there's, there's no kind of hidden thing that, that to find balance in your life. It's literally about creating boundaries in your life. Listen, there are reason for boundaries. I mean, think about sports. We have boundaries because if you don't have boundaries, it just goes chaos. Imagine in a football team if, if, if there was, you know, no sidelines. I mean, you could just keep running a, a whole mile off to the right or to the left. 
No, it would be chaotic. It'd be crazy. No, we have boundaries for a reason, okay? Because they help us to bring intentionality. They help us to be effective in what we do. They give us borders to sort of play in and understand how to be effective in those boundaries. And your life is the same way. You need boundaries around your day. You need boundaries around your relationships. You need boundaries around all things in your life. I mean, we could go on financially, all that. But when it comes to your time in rest and recovery, you need to create boundaries in your life. You need to know your limits. You need to know when you get out of bounds in your life. All right, when, when, you, when you're overworking and when you're just, you know, I'm out of bounds here. You know, hey, blow the whistle because I'm, I'm getting off kilter here. Most people live most of their life out of bounds. I mean, they're staying up all throughout the night. They're, they're working on the weekends. I mean, they're just, you know, it's been eight months before they've even gotten away. I mean, some people, it's been years since they've even had a vacation. I mean, it's crazy. And they're literally living out of bounds. And they wonder why they're not effective in scoring. I mean, they wonder why they can't sustain their life. Because you're living out of bounds. Blow the whistle. Call a timeout. I mean, I'm telling you, it's not working. You have got to know your limits. And everybody's a little different on that, right? You can't take somebody else's limits and make them yours. And you can't dictate what somebody's limit is. You've, you've got to kind of go in the self-discovery and begin to realize where are my limits. And you need to get real truthful and honest with yourself. Listen, and then you need to protect your limits. You need to protect those moments in your life that you know where you're getting out of bounds. Listen, you are responsible for yourself. Nobody else. Nobody else is going to create limits for you, and nobody's going to protect them. In fact, can I tell you this? Everybody is going to push your limits, and nobody's going to protect them. And I don't say that to sound mean or anything, but listen, you are your own advocate when it comes to time and rest and recovery and knowing your limits. Only you. So you have got to begin to get very intentional about creating boundaries. Listen, just start with your day. I mean, for goodness sakes, uh, start with, you know, listen, I've got to give myself some boundaries in order to be able to eat a lunch and not just work every single day through it or something like that. Or, hey, in the beginning of my day or the end of my day, I've got to have a hard stop. If I don't have a hard stop, my day just bleeds over and I go out of bounds. Listen, I'm telling you, if you don't create these limits, then you are going to be out of control. And do you know how hard it is to begin to, to, to reel back when your life has gotten so out of bounds, when you are miles away from the boundary line that you should have created? It is very difficult to pull somebody back. Listen, I coach a lot of people, and there are some people, it is hard to pull them back to get in bounds because they have lived so long and they have gone so far out of bounds that it is it is hard to realize it can be done it can be done without a doubt but i'm telling you you have got to build the habits now some of you right now are in the midst of you know you're living out of bounds i mean you're way beyond your limit and and and, and you are not protecting your limit and that and you know it and and you're like but you don't know what to do can i just tell you if you don't get a handle on it now it's never going to magically get better you're not going to wake up one day and say wow 
This is great. I think I've arrived. And most people think that one day they'll just figure it out. Well, as soon as we get through all this hard work, as soon as we get our organization standardized, everything's going to be good. You know, as soon as we get through this season, we'll be okay. Oh, as soon as we hire three more people, we'll be fine. We'll be good. No, you won't. You won't. If you're building unhealthy habits now, you're going to live the same way when you've got everything you want. Because it's not about that. It's about you getting control of your life now. So many people think one day they'll arrive and all of a sudden they'll be able to rest and recover, but then it never happens. And guess what those people end up doing? Burning out. And then they're done. They're done. I mean, and, and in some cases, they, their health lets them know they're done. I mean, literally. I mean, they, they get to a point where their, their body begins to shut down with stress, with emotional things, with all kinds of mental illnesses and that, that will begin to affect them because they're not in proper rest and recovery. So three things I want to challenge you with. Get intentional about making time to rest. Number two, get intentional about what you're going to do with that time. And then three, get intentional about creating boundaries in your life. If you want to hear more about that, go listen to my podcast on The Secret to Finding Balance and you'll learn all about boundaries in your life. So listen, I hope this is helpful, but listen, I truly, I care for you, and I mean that. There is an epidemic going around, and it has nothing to do with any kind of flu or any kind of like symptom. It is all about overworking, and it's killing people, and it's killing the effectiveness of so many organizations. So I want to challenge you, get a handle on it now. If you want to be your best, you've got to learn how to rest. I'm going to challenge you, go on a discovery of this. Figure it out, all right? I gave you some great ways to get started, but listen, dig into this. Go get some books on how to sleep well. There's a great book uh, out there about sleep smarter. It's a great book. Go get some books. Find some ways that you can literally get intentional about being more uh, in rest and recovery in your life so that you can be your best. So I hope this is helpful, guys, to you. And we'll see you next month on the John Barrett Leadership Podcast to help level you up so you don't level out in your influence and impact. Thanks for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit www.johnbarrettleadership.com.